There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for joining us on the Daily Doctrine Podcast. We have a very special guest with us today. It's a good friend of ours, Brother Dale Morey. Brother Dale runs the Liberty Behind Bars ministry. At the end of this podcast, we'll give some information to contact Brother Morey. But I met Brother Dale, I guess it's been 11 plus years ago. Dale was lost without Christ and uh, was within just a few months of us meeting. He came to Jesus Christ, was born again, and God's put him in prisons in New York as a laborer, as a preacher, trying to reach uh, those that he knows best, the prisoners of New York State, and uh, doing a great job with that. And so we're glad to have Brother Dale Morey with us. He's going to go ahead and preach for us today. We'd like to thank Brother Tim McVeigh for inviting us on a daily uh, doctrine podcast. Uh, I'd like to take a few minutes here and share with you of about being made free and set at liberty. And uh, people often ask, are words in the Bible important? And I'd like to spend a few minutes here and show us why words are so important in our Bibles. I'm going to come out of John 8.32 and 8.36, and then we'll uh, start from there. And then what it says in John 8.32 is it says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Right off the bat, we see uh, that word shall. That is a definite article. That is something that is going to happen. There's no uh, maybes. There's no if ands. There's no doubts in that word shall. It will come to pass. And it says that if you know the truth, the truth shall make you free. And many other so-called uh, books or Bibles uh, we see in uh, places such as John 8.32 uh, where it will say, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And uh, there's a difference between those words. Uh, as we know in Genesis 3, chapter 1, the devil was subtle in the things that he done. Changed one little thing, at, uh, one little word, uh, put a little bit of doubt in Adam and Eve's heart. And then they questioned God's word from that point forward. And that's what he's still doing today. Uh, as they go in there and they start changing these words uh, from made free to being uh, set free. Uh, so uh, here's the difference. In order for something to be set free, that means it must already be in existence. For instance, if I took my glasses off, I could set my glasses anywhere that I want on the table because they're already in existence. But in order for something to be made free or uh, for, something, for us to make something, that means it did not exist until that very moment that we started that process of making it or having it made. And so th there's a big difference in that. And so uh, an example would be, uh, uh, here's a man who goes to his doctor and his doctor says, you have a bad heart. Uh, we need to get you on the donors list. And so what you need to do until we can get you on that donor's list, until that uh, donor comes up, you need to go home and you need to go and take your medicines. You need to eat right. 
You need to stay uh, healthy and exercise as much as you can. That man has just been set again to go out there and do the things that he's already done. A few months passes by, a donor comes up. The doctor says, we have a donor uh, for your heart. And so what the man does is uh, takes the man's heart, they prep him for surgery, they get him ready. And science has proven that when a person takes on another person's heart, some things will change in that person. For instance, if that man took my heart, uh, he would go out and uh, his wife would want to bring him out to dinner and uh, he'd go and have something usual that he might, like say a fish fry. Uh, that man would go take a bite of that fish and he would realize that he doesn't, no longer likes that fish. And he questions himself, what happened? You know, I'm not sure what, uh, what's going on there. Or uh, For instance, he may go and change a light bulb and with that light bulb, uh, he understands that he's got to climb that little ladder. And as he starts up the rung of that ladder, he starts getting lightheaded and he realizes, man, I'm afraid of heights. Uh, where did this come from? Uh, that came from having that new heart. That man has been made. He now has something that he's never had before. And that's the, the contrast between being set free and being made free. This man now has something that he's never had. And many people are out there in Christ who have been set free in religion. They have an outward change in their life, but they have no inward peace. They have no inward joy. The doubts are still looming in their heart. They, and it says here that you shall know the truth and it shall make you free. When, you, when you're made free, that means you're given something that you've never had before. Galatians 5.1 says, stand, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty uh, when I got made free in Jesus Christ, I was not put back in the bondage of, of religion. I was not put back in the bondage of drugs and alcohol. Jesus Christ gave me liberty to live that life. He let me, he allowed me, he has given me that freedom to live for him. And that's why it says, stand fast, therefore. That means hold your ground. Stand where you are. You have been given a liberty that you've never had before. And it says, wherewith Christ has made us free. It did not say he set us free to go out there and live our lives continually like we did. He says that he has made us free. He has given us liberty to now go out there and live a life according to that Bible. And we see here, uh, for the first time in my life, for my, myself, uh, I was made free from drugs. I was made free from the bondage of sin, made free from uh, jails and prisons and mental hospitals and rehabs. For the first time in my life, God has given me something that I've never had or experienced, and that was peace and liberty in Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Thou for if, that if is a big word in that King James Bible, if, because not everybody who claims the name of Jesus Christ is saved. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is. Another definite article is. Not maybe, not hope so, but he is a new creature. What is that new creature? It didn't change my body, but I have Jesus Christ living inside of me now, who is God Almighty, who can change, who has all power. You know, you go in a crowded room and say, you know, how much power does God have? Everybody would raise their hand and say, he's all powerful, he's almighty, but then he can't change a person. That's a person who's been set free. That's a person who does not has not been made free and given the liberty to live as Jesus Christ would give him. But look what it says here. It says that he is a new creature. Old things are. That's talking about present tense. It's talking about right now. That's not talking about somewhere down the line. That's not talking about somewhere when I get to heaven. It says old things are passed away. Behold, 
Uh, that word behold holds a lot of weight behind it. That means to stop and look, take notice. Okay, uh, when a person gets saved, people will take notice because you are a different person, not just with your looks and not just with the words that come out of your mouth, but your demeanors, your desires, all those things change. Why? Because you've been given liberty. You've been made free for the first time in your life to go out there and live as Christ would have you to live. But he says this, uh, uh, old things are passed away. Behold, look, all things are. There it is again, A-R-E, present tense. All things are become new. It's a process that God works in a person's life. He works those old things out and he replaces them with the things of God. Why? Because he's allowed us to do that. He's given us that liberty. When we've been set free many times in religion, I made a lot of jailhouse professions and I would leave jail or I would leave prison or I would leave that mental hospital or I would leave a, a rehab and I would go out there and live the same way that I've always lived. But now in Jesus Christ, I don't have to worry about being out there set free. I've been made free. I've been given the liberty to take that King James Bible and to live according to what it says by the strength of Jesus Christ who now dwells inside of me. And I can rely on his strength and his power to get me through those things. You see John uh, eight thirty six says this, if the son therefore shall make you free. Did he make you free or not? It says he shall. This is not a, a question of whether he will or whether he won't. It will ha- happen. Why? Because it says this, he shall make you free and ye shall be free indeed. That is not a question. That is something that happens to a person when they are free in Jesus Christ. When they have that liberty that's in Jesus Christ, they are free indeed. That is something that I, for many, many years that I didn't have. And I would continually try to come to religion, continually try to come to the programs and, and rehabs and middle hospital. And you know what I was looking for? I was looking for that new freedom that I never had that can only be found in Christ. They'd put me on medicine, put me on a program and set me back out there to do those things that I've always done. But God, but God in his mercy looked down from eternity past and seen a man named Dale Moore and know that he would come to the love of the truth and that one day he would see that he needed Jesus Christ. And I thank him for that. And Romans 6, uh, 17 and 18 says this, but God be thanked that ye were, past tense, that ye were, it's not who I am today, the servants of sin. You see, God has given me the liberty not to serve sin anymore. He's given me the liberty to go out there and live a life according to what he would have. He didn't set me out there to go live and be a servant of sin. He made me free to be a servant of Jesus Christ. He says, but you, uh, you're not the servant of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart. That's a change of heart, my friend. It takes a change of heart to be made free. It takes a change of heart to live that different life. And it says that that form of doctrine, which was delivered to you. Verse 18 says this, being then made free from sin. Oh, what a wonderful God. What a wonderful God that he would make us free from that life of bondage. What a wonderful God that he would look down upon us and make us servants to him instead of servants of sin. My God, it says you become the servants of of righteousness. And what a wonderful thing. We come uh, from a place of sin. We come from a place that we try to set ourselves free from that sin over and over and over and over in bondage and bondage and bondage. And yet when it says that we come to Christ and we, and we know that truth that he'll make us 
free. And then what's, what do we become? Servants of righteousness, the exact opposite. You see, that's what Jesus Christ does. He's a life changer. He changes lives. He doesn't just leave a person out there the same they've always been. I thank God that I don't serve a God that left me the same person that I've always been. I thank God that he came into my life and he has made me free to live a new life in Christ, that he's made me a new creature, something that I never was before. Why? Because I have Jesus Christ living inside of me. And Romans 6, says this, but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Imagine that going from a life of fruit of sin and death and turmoil and depression into a sin, oh, excuse me, into a life being made into holiness. Holiness. Who would have ever imagined that Dale Morey, because of Jesus Christ and what he has made me, that I'd be holy. My God, what a wonderful God we have. And my friends, let me just ask, tell you this, this this afternoon, if you're out there and you're still set in your freedom with your religion, you're still in bondage to sin, you're still in bondage to all those things, drugs, alcohol, fornication, whatever it is, God, only God, only can come into your life and he can make you free, he can make you free from those sins. He can give you a new life and liberty in Jesus Christ. And no longer do you have to be a slave to those things, but you can be a servant unto holiness, a servant unto righteousness, because that is what God has. That's his plan for your life to get you out of those things. I know this, our religion and the definition of insanity are the same things. What is that? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. I thank God that 10 years ago I hung up religion and I got a relationship with Jesus Christ. And now I've been made free and set at liberty to live the life that he would now have that is pleasing. And you can have that today as well. Well, I certainly appreciate that, Brother Dale Morey. What a blessing to hear the preaching of the Word of God. And we thank you for coming and uh, preaching here on the podcast. It's been a blessing to us. We're certainly grateful that God has put you in our lives and uh, you and your wife and your children, what a blessing you've been to us. And so if you'd be interested in contacting Brother Maury, uh, he is, of course, a missionary to the prisons of the state of New York. Uh, he comes and he'll share his ministry, share what God has done with him and his family and the life. His wife has a tremendous testimony raised on the other side of the tracks from Brother Dale. Yet God let them meet. And just when it seemed like all hope was lost, Jesus Christ stepped in and changed their lives and changed their family and has a tremendous testimony. Sister Amy Morey's testimony, Brother Dale Morey's testimony, are both available on their website. Uh, they have many messages out there. Of course, they have messages of mine out there as well as their home church, uh, Pastor Asquith and others on the website. But their website is onesoulatatime.net. And so if you would like to contact the Morey's, contact them via the website onesoulatatime.net. Again, we thank you for tuning in, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church. 
870 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.